This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AutoZone. AM570 in LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570LASports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan, Rodney P. on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, good first hour today. If you missed any of it, make sure you get the free iHeartRadio app and you can listen to the podcast every day. The minute we get off the air, Kevin puts it up. Yeah, and for those people that say he didn't put it up, he puts it up every day. Who said that? We get we get tweets sometimes, Does Kevin. someone say I didn't put it up? Yeah, I've gotten tweets. And who? I say, no, you're wrong. When? I don't know who. I don't know. Why you are know, you like saying it? Skunky Dog 91. I don't know who <laughs> these people are. But, you know, sometimes they say, well, hour two's missing. It's not missing. It's never missing. He puts it up every single day, the minute we get off the air. Honestly, the minute the hour is over, I put it up. It's up there. Yeah. Why would you say that, Fred? Well, because but I'm just doesn't. trying to address some people that are Ooh. saying we don't do that, but Kevin Ooh, does he's not day. addressing any people. I think you just said it, Fred. Why are you saying that? Because, do you think I just made it up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could have, but I didn't. This time it Why? was real. Also, if you have the app, you can stream the show wherever you go live. So just get the free iHeartRadio app. Kevin, why is he doing that? No idea. Well, because I'm just trying to talk to the people. Our family members. I want all the family members to be on the same page. That's all I ask, Rodney. Well, most of our listeners that tweet you yeah. and Rodney also tweet me, and no one has exactly. tweeted me that there's exactly. an issue with the podcast. No, no, exactly. not everybody tweets you too. Exactly, Kevin. Not everybody tweets why you Why would too. he bring this up? There's something behind that. I don't know what is going on. There's something behind why Fred felt the need to even mention that. Right. That some people don't think we put it up. But we do put it up, and that's my point. Goodness. So it's there. All right. Later this hour, we have Know Your Squad. The squad is the Rams. But now it's been much too long. I really don't know how long it's been, but it just seems much too long. Since we brought this man on the air, it is a pleasure to welcome the great Ned Coletti. And Ned, good afternoon. Gentlemen, good to be with you. And Kevin is a Hall of Fame producer, I'll tell you that. I've been doing radio right. a long time. Nobody better. That's what damn I'm right, Ned Coletti. We're gonna put Nobody that. Nobody better. We're gonna put that in your machine there, Fred, and just run that yeah. on the loop. Oh, you yeah, know what? You Fred. should. <laughs> yeah, you should. Kevin is a Hall of Fame producer. I'll put that it. in the machine. Yeah, yeah. Except for yeah, instead of the ones you use, Fred, <laughs> for Kevin. I'm not a racist. I'm not. I'm no, sorry. No. I hit the wrong button. But yours will be in here soon, Kevin. Okay, Ned. So here we go. Uh, two weeks till uh, the playoffs begin. Dodgers having an historic season, but when you look at everything, if you were sitting in the chair, given the situation with injuries and pitching, would you be the slightest bit concerned? Oh, I'd always be concerned. I'd be concerned with a 10-run lead in the top of the ninth. But, <laughs> you know, you, you got to look at the way they've played and who they are and how they, how they get after it. And see, so that's got to give you some comfort. 
teams that can pitch, and there's not a lot of them, you know, those are the teams that will give anybody trouble. You know, Atlanta, to some extent, the Mets certainly, if they can get healthy and keep their guys, their top two guys going. American League, Houston. But you're going to have to pitch against this team. You're not, you can't give them extra outs, and you're going to have to pitch great. Teams are capable. But, again, you've got, you've got a team that's so, so good. Yes, so good. And and to the point of, of what we've been talking about, the rotation, Ned, um, not knowing, um, I guess, is the is the big concern. You know, you know, when healthy and when in a, you know, when being consistent, these guys are pretty good. I'm talking about Trinan, talking about Gonsolin uh, this year have been, been very good. And uh, But after coming back from injury, you just don't know. And now we're coming down that, they may not have that opportunity to kind of get back into that groove. It's going to be thrown into the fire right at playoff time. Oh, no, absolutely. And that, that is that is somewhat concerning. I mean, they do have so much depth and so much talent. But, you know, you need a lot. And, you know, this team matches up typically their rosters based upon who they're playing and a little bit of who's hot. But, you know, they match up well, typically. But when you're missing some key guys, that changes the dynamic some. And you're right. It, it's... It's difficult to take somebody who has been on the sidelines, working their way back, not in competitive games, um, to throw them into the most competitive games. And I think we've seen with with Dustin May a little bit of great performances and then uh, a tough one the other day. So it is tough to take pitching and just put it right into the fire. It's very, very challenging to do that, especially for somebody that you're going to try and get some innings out of. It's just a, it's just a challenge to do it. You know, I loved when Dustin May got back. I thought this was going to be great. I still think he's obviously one of the, the better young guys in the game. But you're going to have that inconsistency from time to time, perhaps. And in the postseason, you, you don't have a chance really to regroup from an inconsistent performance. Those are tough to come back from. What about the uh, situation with Tony Gonsolin? When the manager is saying, we just don't know, that does not sound like an encouraging sign to me. No, uh, you know, Dave typically um, typically is positive about almost everything, and so when he gives any hint that um, that there's any kind of apprehension, you know, there may be more than just a hint of apprehension. I'm not I'm not trying to play manager or, or play Dave Roberts, but if you if we you know we've known him for a long time now, and and he is usually positive. I mean, last year with Max Muncie when he got hurt at the, in the last weekend. You know, he was talking about him coming back, and you know, if they get deep enough in the postseason, we we know what you know. We know now what Max was was suffering with. So, typically, it's a it's a positive endorsement, maybe on the maybe shading to the to more positive than than fifty fifty. So when he when he has some doubt to him, it's it's usually it's, there's usually more than a little doubt. Yeah, it's a, more than a little doubt as, as, as well. Um, but but to your point, though, Ned, uh, and it didn't show itself last night because Bumgarner looked like he was back to Cy Young form, um, but it's going to be difficult for anybody to go through this lineup in a seven-game series and, and, and beat these guys. Can they hold off, even with the questions with the rotation and the, and the pitching staff, this team offensively, uh, are they good enough to carry if need be? It's always a harder route to, to just depend on your offense. But the offense is, is so deep. 
it's so strong. And, you know, you've got, even like, like Cody, Cody's had a tough year hitting in and around 200. But we know with one swing he can change the game. And everybody else knows that, too, on the other side. They do have so much offense, and the top four guys are almost historic in what they do and how they do it. So they will, they will give everybody a difficult time, especially those teams that have any kind of soft spot in their rotation or any kind of soft spot in their, bull, in their bullpen. And, you know, we've, we've said it for a long time. You know, the games are many times, many times too long for the opposition, and that's because of really how this lineup percolates and how they go about their at-bats. I think they got some guys that have, have really turned it up in the last couple of months, JT, Max, you know, so they are difficult. Again, you know, I, I go always to the same thing on defense and pitching. Uh, I think that they have enough pitching. I think their offense is going to cause everybody a tough time, and their defense is good as well. So I, I don't know who beats them. When you were in the chair, you were patient. Uh, Andrew Friedman, Dave Roberts, very patient. And now let's talk Chris Taylor, who really has struggled, and, and even more so since coming back from the injury. Uh Given that you know he can do it, you just keep running him out there and, and crossing your fingers. Well, I think so to to a large extent. Again, we don't know if he's if he's still battling injury or if he's not a hundred percent. It's tough to be a hundred percent at this time of the season, even when you've you've missed you know a handful of games, thirty some games or so. Um, but he's another guy in September that or in October that you know you know that that he's made big plays defensively, huge plays defensively, and has gotten key hits. Part of the Dodgers' success, I think, and you, you mentioned the patience of it, they get out to such a huge lead most years, and this year they're 20 games up on a team that was supposed to contend with them. That allows them to be patient with so many players and give so many players a chance to really find themselves. So at this stage where Chris Taylor is struggling, that that is a little bit concerning. Uh, the, the flip side of it is that, that Trace Thompson's been excellent. So you still got, it's not like you, you have a triple-A player that you're going to be falling back to if, uh, if you decide that, that Chris Taylor is not a good matchup on a, on a certain basis. You know, Trace has been excellent. And so you, you, do, have, you do have more there than, than you had at the beginning of the season in the event that somebody had a tough way to go at the end of the year. And if Trace has been excellent, which he has been, even Andrew Friedman said it, don't you have to try to find that guy more at-bats? Yeah, and I think they will. I think they'll find them in certain situations. You know, they're very, very deliberate. They're they're very meticulous in how they game plan, how they set their lineup, how they set their bench, who comes in for who, who's pitching next. Very, very meticulous with it. I think that they've they've been excellent at at putting players. And I'm going to go back and, and name somebody that's you know ancient. Uh, you know, a couple of us will know who I'm talking about. But Whitey Herzog. St. Louis would always put players in a position to succeed. Uh, I shouldn't say always, but 90% of the time, put players in a position to succeed, which I think is so important, not only for the result of the game, but for the confidence of the, of the athlete. And I, I think that they, they're, they're excellent at doing that. So I think they'll find Trace at bats and they'll put him in, in situations where the matchup is, is really, really in his favor. And, and that's one of the great things that they do, among others. Yeah. Um, Ned, who who concerns you? I know. Listen, we're spoiled, right? I mean, we're spoiled out no, here no. being Dodger fans and and the the team being a contender every single year. They can win the title, um, but it doesn't feel. I don't know about you or you, Fred, but it, they're winning, and they've been pretty consistent winning. 
and it's almost like a numb winning, you know, and it hasn't feel it doesn't feel like it's it's like a dominant winning, even though even though they've been on runs, right? They've been on they've gone fifteen and three in runs, they've gone twelve and two and things like that. It, it, for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel like they're just dominant, overpowering everybody and just running through everybody, even though they're winning. It doesn't feel that way. Um, and it doesn't feel that way in any other team in the National League either. But of the teams out there, Ned, who concerns you uh, in terms of matchup in the National League at the Dodgers once they get into the playoffs? Well, I think Atlanta concerns me. If they can get their their, their young pitching back, and, and their young pitching still has has a, a lot of endurance left in the Christmas to their deliveries and their pitches and things, I think Atlanta... Uh, is a team that that I would think about. Certainly, you think about the Mets and playing in New York and needing to win games in New York. You know, if they've got the top two guys that are at the top of their game again, Max has been. You know, Max is is getting some age to him too. Where is he at in his season? So you can watch games all year long, but there's a there's a toll that it takes on almost every player, especially pitching. When you get to the end, are they healthy? Yeah, okay, they may be healthy, but are they as crisp? Do they still have life to their fastball? Do they still have a lot of spin and break to their breaking ball? That, to me, is really the question. And do you have enough guys that have that still going? Because it's a long year, obviously. And the Dodgers are going to catch a break because they're not going to play that, that wild card. They're not in that first round thing. I think the Atlanta-New York race right now in the East is going to be key to the Dodgers as well because one of those teams is going to have extra games to play. And once you, every time you go out there, guys are going to start to have, add a little bit more fatigue. DeGrom hasn't pitched a lot this year. We know how tremendous he is. But every that series, that, that race right there, I think is going to have an effect on obviously who the Dodgers play and how the Dodgers match up. American League, and I hate to say it, you know, Houston Astros, Dusty Baker's done another great job. And, and so they always, you know, that series would be unbelievable if they end up meeting up again. But, um, you know, that's a team that, that's got a lot of quality to it through and through. And, and they play in a ballpark that's conducive to how they play. I don't mean banging garbage cans anymore, but the way the, you know, the lineup is set and the way that the dimensions play. Not that the Dodgers can't be successful there. They can be successful anywhere. But to answer your question, I think the New York-Atlanta way that finishes will affect the Dodgers. Atlanta bothers me a little bit, concerns me a little bit more than the Mets. And then the other side, it's Houston. But Houston's going to have to get through good teams on their side, too. So uh, it may not be Houston. Ned, before we let you go, what do you think of the season Aaron Judge has had? It's remarkable. I mean, it's one of the great seasons in the history of the game. It really is. you know, he's um, such a great player, and I, I, I give him credit. You know, he was offered like $210 million apparently, at the outset of the season. He walked away from $210 million and says, you know, I'll see you guys at the end. And, and look what he's done. You know, he has been terrific. He's played under the pressure of, of the spotlight of chasing uh, Yankee greats and Roger Maris and, and the Babe. And he continues, uh, continues to swing away and continues to be productive. He's close to winning the Triple Crown. You know, who's, who's done that? You know, we haven't seen that for ages. So really an outstanding season by him. You know, do they have enough to go around? I mean, they've struggled for about six, seven weeks. I don't think they have enough to win a World Series. We never know. But he has been, he has been as good as any player we've seen in a long, long time. And I, I love how guys bet on themselves like he did. Walked away from 200 million apparently. Yeah. Said, hey, 
I'll show you that I'm worth more. And has gone out and done it. All right. Well, how much more is he worth now? Oh, uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't man. know. I mean, is he, you know, is he uh, up in the trout range of, of AAV and, and, and term? I don't know. But, Almost you know, he's, be, right? he's done be. it. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, be a tough guy to lose. But, again, I, you know, he's like, what, 31, 32 years old? Yeah. This is, I, mean, I miss, uh, there's a lot of things I miss. But what I don't miss is having to figure that one out. Because you know, old. at some point in time, you're going to be sending one of those big checks to the house, you know, like they used to do on those commercials. You know, at some Publisher's point in time, you're going to a big check, check going, to, yeah, going to the mailbox. You know? <laughs> Ned, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it as always. All right, guys. Take care. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, Ned. There's our buddy, Ned Coletti. And get ready for the playoffs with the Dodger playoff gear from the Dodger Clubhouse Store with seven locations throughout Southern California, including new stores in Victoria Gardens and Camarillo. Check out our Instagram at AM570LA Sports to see how you can win playoff gear. Later this hour, it'll be Know Your Squad. The squad is the Rams. When we come back on the topic of football, Rodney. Come on. uh, Teams that are 0-2, Raiders are one of them. Ooh. Are they out of it, though, Fred? Well, that's the question. We'll talk about it. All right. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is your partner, Big Boy. Big Boy's Neighborhood, Real 92.3, and you're listening to a Hall of Famer, host, philanthropist. It's my big homie, man, Rodney Pete, and the man who thinks that Post Malone is a reference to an NBA era after the mailman retired, Fred Rogan. Oh, yeah, Rodney, a little throwback Prince for you on a Thursday. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan, loving you. Loving some Prince. Uh, Rodney. Talk to me, Freddie. Okay. You know this better than anyone. No, I do not. Yeah, you do. No, I do not. Okay. Any team you ever played on in the NFL start 0-2? Yes. Okay. What yes. team and what happened? Uh, My first year at the Lions, yes. We started 0-2, ended up being... 0-7 oh, at one point. That was a rough start. So there were no playoffs for you that year? Uh, no, no, but we did finish strong. We actually finished that season 7-9 Okay. after after an 0-7 start. So that was, uh, we won our last five games that year. So it was, it was, it was okay. Um, you know, when we were looking at this, and we talked about this earlier, the 0-2, the one that popped in my mind, the first team that popped in my mind I, that I can remember is the, uh, is the 90, Three Cowboys. Okay. 93 Cowboys. They just come off of winning the Super Bowl. Um, I think they beat Buffalo here at the Col- at the Rose Bowl. They had just beaten Buffalo the year before, so they come off, and Emmitt Smith is holding out the next year. And they end up uh, losing their first two games, and it's a big to-do, which I think was the best thing that could ever happen to Emmitt Smith because they went 0-2, and, and everybody in the world, especially in the Big D and the whole state of Texas, and every Cowboy fan was giving Jerry Jones the business for not signing Emmitt Smith. 
and turns out they ended up signing him that you know after that that second loss and Dallas goes on to win the Super Bowl again um, so that's the one that really stands in mind but they had a good team you knew that team was good enough to to come back and overcome an 0-2 start because they were loaded at, at pretty much every position um when I look at these teams that are 0 2 now, who do we got, Fred? We got the Bengals. Bengals, Raiders. Raiders are in there. The Titans Tennessee, are in there. Carolina, Atlanta. Carolina, Atlanta. Um, as you like to say, there are some of those in there that got no hope. Right. No hope. Um, I look at the Falcons, although they've played, they've been competitive. They didn't look bad, Rodney. They've been competitive and, and, them, and, and against some, some pretty good teams. I mean, the week one uh, against the Saints. Uh, they had a big lead and gave it up, you know, to the Saints and probably and definitely, I think, should have won that game. But a lot of people believe the Saints are a pretty good team. Uh, and then the Rams, they got down and came back and had a chance to win that game late with the Rams. And Rams needed an interception by Jalen Ramsey at the end of that game to seal that victory. So they they are not a bad football team. But I just don't think that they're ready to take that next step. I think they in in maybe subconsciously or or otherwise they it feels like they're rebuilding a little bit. They got rid of Matt Ryan after years of being their quarterback and uh and I know he struggled in Atlanta his last few years there. Uh but it feels like they're 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 in a rebuild a little bit. Marcus Mariota I think has played pretty well in these first two starts and and can win games for you, but I I just don't think they're they are a playoff team. So Atlanta I don't I don't think has a shot to uh to really come back. Um the the Bengals, I, I'm going to go with my man Joe Burrow, who took a page out of Aaron Rodgers and say everybody just relax. Um, I think they will come back and be a good football team, but I don't know if they make the playoffs, Fred. And I agree with you. I think there was They're, an awful lot of hype yeah. coming into the season for them. I don't know if it was warranted. Yeah, I thought and, they caught lightning in a bottle last year. I think they did too, and and they and a lot of things, a lot of their issues were covered up by the great play of Joe Burrow last year and Jamar Chase, um, who were those two together won probably six football games for him last year that were just incredible. And everything worked for them. The ball bounced in their direction last year that I don't see it bouncing that same way again this year. Although I think they got some talent, but you can't have 13 sacks in the first two games and expect – to go to the playoffs again this year. Your quarterback's going to be beat up and be in the hospital before the season's out. I mean, they're 0-2 right now. And, look, they, they play in a very competitive division. They got to play Pittsburgh again. They got to play, you know, Baltimore. they got to play the Browns and Baltimore yeah. twice. So um, it's going to be difficult for them to get back to the playoffs, let alone get to the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't see that happening at all. Uh, the Raiders are in trouble, Fred. You really think? Yeah. I think the Raiders are in trouble. I don't know what's going on um, that botched game, I, I would call it, uh, with uh, the Chargers, first game of the season. Uh, they did not look very good. And then to blow a lead at home in your home opener to the Cardinals like they did, being up that much. They were up 20 to nothing at one time. I think 23 to 3 they were up in the second half. And to blow that game um, – it's going to happen one or two ways, and we'll figure out this week whether they they cl- climb themselves out of the hole or they just 
keep going downhill, Fred. But this is a critical big time. You know, you know. Obviously, we're talking about 0-2 teams. This must win. But for the Raiders, more so than any other team on that 0-2 list, it is a must must win for the Raiders um, because we're talking confidence. We're talking long term, and they play in that in, in the best division in football, where they still have to play Kansas City twice. They got to play Denver twice. They got another game against the Chargers. So it, they're in a tough division. And even their their out of division games are very difficult. So the Raiders, I think, are just they're in a tough spot, and I don't see them uh, making a run for the playoffs. I really don't. Well, the uh, Raiders, by the way, play Tennessee, another O two team this yes. week. Yeah, and that's another team that is in a desperate chance to win. Which they, I think, they blew a week one game. Uh, oh, they play the Giants, right? They played the Giants. Um, and then to get blown out by Buffalo like they did. I know Buffalo's going to blow a lot of people out. Look, they came week one and blew out the Rams. And Buffalo right now is the best team in football. But that was ugly. The only thing that Tennessee has got going for them, Fred, is that they play in a division that is very winnable. I mean, they've got the Colts. and it's in, I mean, they're one and one, the Colts are. But they we would, I guess, put them in the 0-2 category. They got the Colts, they got Jacksonville, and they got the Texans. So they very well could be a team that goes 7-10 and 10 and win that division, which goes to your point that you hate, that it should be playoffs should be teams with the best record, right. not teams, you know, From just because you win the division. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, the Titans are a team of all of these 0-2 teams, I think has the best chance um, to make the playoffs because they play in a bad division and they can win their division. Um, and then, you know, the Panthers – I don't know what to make of the Panthers. I really don't. Um, they lost both of those games to start the season. Probably could have won one of them. I, I just, uh, you know, and they play in the division with the Buccaneers and they play the Saints twice. So it's going to be difficult for them to claw themselves out being being down 0-2. Um, and then how is Baker Mayfield going to handle yeah. the rest of the season? You know, if they go zero and three, and they're one and seven at one point, is it all going to blow up in their face? And is Baker Mayfield going to be able to handle that? Do they go to Sam Darnold at some point? Because once they go to Sam, that's it. It's it. Yeah, you can't go back to Baker after that. Um, so they're 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 at a huge crossroads, uh, Freddie. And I, I just and I go back to the Raiders because I, I think that starting zero and two for them is probably worse than any other team any other team because they're in a tough division to crawl themselves out of first place Dodgers take on the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight again at Dodger Stadium with a first pitch at seven tomorrow the Dodgers take on the St. Louis Cardinals featuring Native American Heritage Night brought to you by Metro yes celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles our bus operators yes listen to every game on AM 570 LA Sports yes Who's ready for a little Know Your Squad? Come out! 866-987-2570. Squad is the Rams. First caller, Kevin picks you up, puts you on the air. You're playing Rodney and Ronnie. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Bro, yo, it's Cruz, J. Cruz, Cruz Show, Real 92.3, Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete. Let's get back to it. Here we go. That's right. Let's get back to it, Fred. You know what this is right here, Freddy? You know what this is called? What's it called? Five minutes of funk. Mm. Heaven knows. Yes. Ronnie, I hear you. Houdini. Oh. Got me through college. Right on, Freddy. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Know your squad. They catch Petros and Money live from Dodger Stadium this afternoon, starting at 3, for a special Chevy Sweet Night before the Dodgers take on the Diamondbacks. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, keyword AM570 LA Sports, Chevrolet. Find new roads. Joseph and Van Nuys, you ready to go? Hey, guys. Yeah, ready to go. Okay. Oh, you sure? I don't know. Yeah, let's do it, Rodney. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Just checking. Just checking. It didn't sound like you was ready to go in that voice when you first answered. <laughs> oh, no, no. So we're checking. ready to go. Never okay. lost. Ah-ha! Yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Know your squad. You get a challenge. Use your challenge. It's upheld. That's good. Use your challenge. It's denied. You're blocked out of the next question. And please make sure I give you all five answers before you answer. If you answer too soon... You are also locked out of the question. Ronnie, you ready to go? Feeling good today, Rogan and Rodney. Let's go. Know your Rams. Which of these former Rams players does not have their jersey retired by the team? Kurt Warner, Jack Youngblood, Eric Dickerson, Merlin Olsen, or Mary-Kate Olsen? Jack Youngblood. And it is no good. Merlin Olsen. I said it. And it is no good. Jack Youngblood. And it is no good. Merlin Olsen. Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner. What? Which of these former Rams players does not have their jersey retired by the team? The answer was Kurt Warner. Joseph's got it. Why are you why are you shocked? Because well, I thought he I, did. I thought, I thought, thought we just question. went to I thought he just went to a uh, retirement ceremony on his jersey. Well he did the media tour for his movie. Yeah. Interesting. But his number is not retired. Wow. Number 13. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Who holds the record for most career passing yards in a Rams uniform? Jim Everett, Mark Bulger, Kurt Warner, Peter Gabriel, or Roman Gabriel? Roman, Roman Gabriel. Gabriel. No, Who's Gabriel? No, Mark Bulger, down. Kurt Warner, no, Jim Everett. <laughs> Rodney. Jim Everett is correct. <laughs> Rodney's working out as he's doing this. Very impressive, yes. I might add. Thank you, Freddie. Cooper Cup led the Rams with 128 receiving yards in the season opening loss to Buffalo. Here's your question Who's the Rams' second leading receiver? 39 years. Ben Skrownick, Allen Robinson, Daryl Henderson, Tyler Higbee, or Tyler the Creator? Daryl Henderson. Tyler Robinson. The answer is Tyler Higbee, Rodney. The answer is not Tyler Robinson, who Joseph combined two names. Joseph! Tyler Robinson? I said Allen Robinson. He said Allen Robinson, Fred. No, I think he said Tyler Robinson. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, both were wrong. Allen or Tyler, neither <laughs> neither last name Robinson worked. I, I, I. Here's your next one. Leroy Irvin is tied for the most punt returns and touchdowns in franchise history with four. Who's he tied with? Oh, yes. Alex Hakeem, Tavon Austin, Henry Ellard, Eddie Kennison, or Eddie Murphy? Henry Hakeem. Ellard. 
The answer was Henry Eller. And that is Ronnie jumping oh. on the board. Oh, not Azakim, huh? It was not Azakim. Oh, greatest show on turf. I thought he had a lot of them. Yeah, but not as many. He said punt return. Yes, punt return. Oh, not just also kick return. Correct. Uh, All right. Which of these head coaches holds the franchise record for most career regular season losses with 68? Ray Malavasi, Jeff Fisher, George Allen, John Robinson, or Jackie Robinson? Jeff Fisher. No good. Ray Malavasi. No good. I said John Robinson. No good. George Allen. Ronnie said George. John Robinson is correct. We said John Robinson a long time ago. I did say it twice. So Ronnie said it once, and I, I told him to repeat it because I thought he said John Robinson. Yeah. So no, nobody heard you, Fred. No, I heard no. I, nobody I heard, heard you, Rodney. Nobody heard you. No, I didn't. I'm saying Ronnie said it earlier, and you didn't say you didn't give it to him. Fred didn't hear that either. I didn't hear that. Oh, but here's where we're at. Ronnie, you have two. Rodney, you have two. Joseph, you have one, so you're still alive on the final question, okay? Okay. Come on, Joseph. Come on, Joseph. Okay, let's do it. Matthew Stafford tied a team record with 41 touchdown passes last season. Which of these quarterbacks also threw 41 touchdown passes in a single season? Mark Bulger, Kurt Warner, Jared Goff, Jim Everett, or Jim Hill? Kurt Warner. Mark Bulger. Kurt Warner is the correct answer, and Ronnie, with three in a row, has one today. Ronnie! Hey, all right. Ronnie, congratulations. Yeah, I told you I was feeling good today. Yeah, uh, Rodney, did you lose? Never, Fred. Never. I just didn't win today. Never lost. There you go. <laughs> Sound just like LeVar Ball. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Shocking. He's always magic with a jump shot. <laughs> yes, he is. All right, Joseph, you were in the game all the way. We appreciate you listening. Yeah, that was tough. But next time, hopefully. You get right on, Joseph. Right on, Joseph. All right, Joseph, take it easy. Coming up this hour, Rich Hammond will get into the Rams as they get ready for their game against Arizona on Sunday. When we come back, we'll just get into it with spirituality. Oh, yeah. Come together as a people. Oh, yeah. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.